Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today I'm answering a question. What is included in the letter of intent, the LOI? As always, you can reach out to us online, www.dieselcommercial.com, and you can email us, you can contact us that way. If you have any questions with the property, uh, I've got forms on there for you guys. I've got articles out there. Uh, anything else you need help with, reach out to us. We'll be glad to help you. So I was surprised to hear how many of you are going out there writing your own LOIs. That makes me feel very good, actually. I'm actually recording this on Christmas morning because I made a commitment to create an episode for you every week. And I did not have anything, and I wanted to definitely get this out there for you. So today I wanted to answer a question because it's coming up a lot now ever since I started talking about the LOIs. What's included in the LOI? Well, simply answered, everything you want in the contract. So you should be able to kind of copy and paste so think of everything in your LOI. You want that in your contract. You definitely want to stay away from surprises. Don't throw things in last minute. People don't like that. This is what you want to keep in mind. Um, whatever it is you're asking for, if there's a, a property included with vehicles attached to it, that goes in the LOI. Uh, if there's seller financing, that goes in the LOI. Whatever it is, it just gets cut out and put right in, usually. So... I'll walk you through it a little bit just to give you an idea of what you're looking for. And if you get stuck on anything, just send me an email and I'll try to answer it. The reason I'm saying that is because sometimes I'm asked legal questions and I know you should be asking an attorney. So if it's a question about your partners or syndication strategy, I really don't give that sort of advice. And it's not that I don't know it. It's I don't know your situation. I don't know your partners. I don't know your financial status. I, I don't know. I'm not qualified to answer that. So that's why I'm not pushing anyone away. I just really think you should ask an attorney, uh, someone that knows more about you. If you're living close to a property and you want to make an offer on it, and don't know where to start, then hopefully you'll find this beneficial. Uh, that's kind of more along the lines of uh, a general idea of where to begin is what I'm giving you here. I had a request to start a mastermind group of some kind um, or, or a Facebook group or something. If you're interested in that, let me know and if there's nothing to demand for, if more of you guys are, are kind of stuck, I definitely don't mind doing something like that. Maybe we can help you out. Okay, so the first thing is obvious. What goes in the LOI? Well, title and date, obviously, right? Uh, I usually like to reference what the letter is concerning. So um, uh, the purchase of 123 Main Street, for example. Dear owner, you know, so they kind of have an idea of what they're reading, what they're getting into. Then you want to start breaking it down. And keep in mind, you want to break this down so it's easy to understand. Because real estate contracts are not easy to understand for sellers. Um, so break it down 
So when the broker gives it to their seller, the seller can understand what he's looking at. You don't want to make it so complex that nobody understands what you're talking about. So the first section would be the buyer. Okay, who's buying the property? That's easy enough. And then you want to talk about the property. So in this little section, what is being bought? Under that, I like to have the legal description. If you don't have it, add it later. But get as much information on there as you can. Uh, then you want to talk about the price, obviously. How much are we paying for this thing? Earnest money. How much down are you putting in? Inspection. How long is the inspection time? Uh, financing. What are the terms? Is there seller financing? What's included? Uh, let them know. Closing date. When will this happen? When are we expected to close? Uh, so you really, what you're doing is you're breaking this down and you're saying, hey, when I give you a contract, these are kind of the terms that I'm looking for. So what I gave you right now is a, a gist of what you need to include. I also like to add a list of documents I'll be asking for. Reason for that is when you're in contract, the seller doesn't have as much urgency to get you all the information usually. So when I write an LOI uh, or contract for my clients, I always state in there the effective date starts when we receive all the information to perform a proper due diligence. If I need a rent roll, for example, and we've been in escrow for three or four days, it's not fair that as the buyer, I just lost three or four days of inspection time because you don't have your paperwork together. So once you include that in there, this usually speeds up the process. So you want to be able to perform a proper due diligence, not wait a week, then I got this, then wait another week, now I got something else. All this stuff should be there already. And that's what you're trying to do here. Reach out to me if you need help with anything else at Tim J Diesel on any platform. Hope you found this helpful. Thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate it.